Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Now it's time to take a sports break. A look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends in sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the sports break for August 5th as we're going to go and review some of the greatest sporting events of all time and look at them through the uniform numbers of the players that achieve these great athletic events. Our uniform numbers today are 25, 8, 35, 33, 14, 4, 44, 32, 5, 1, 92, 70, 53, and 47. August 5th, 1927 is where we'll start things off. And Philadelphia Phillies outfielder Cy Williams hits for the cycle in just four at-bats in a 9-7 win versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. August 5th, 1940, St. Louis Browns pitcher John Whitehead, number 25, pitched a no-hitter against the Detroit Tigers. 4-0 was the final score in a rain-shortened six-inning game for that no-hitter. That takes us to August 5th, 1948, and the Cleveland Indians set a club record for the most double plays in one single game and a 3-0 win versus Washington. Yeah, the Indians had six double plays that they registered to put out some outs. That makes an inning go by really quick when you can do that. August 5th, 1969, Pirates outfielder Willie Stargell, wearing his number eight jersey, smashes first and longest home run ever hit out of Dodger Stadium. The incomparable shot off of Alan Foster measured 506 feet into the LA atmosphere. August 5th, 1972, the Detroit Tigers shortstop Ed Brinkman, number eight, commits an error, ending a record streak of 72 games and 331 total chances without a misplay out in the field. Pretty good defense there. August 5th, 1973, Atlanta Braves pitcher Phil Necro, number 35, threw a no-hitter against the San Diego Padres. It was a 9-0 score. It was the first no-hitter for the franchise in Atlanta. The Braves had some uh, elsewhere in Boston, Milwaukee, but the first one in the city of Atlanta. August 5th, 1975, the Philadelphia Phillies created an MLB record when the first eight batters got hits off of Bill Bondman, the number 33 of the Cubs, and the Cubs end up losing that game 13-5 with the Phillies' explosion in that, uh, that beginning inning. August 5th, 1979, the Philadelphia Phillies third baseman Pete Rose, number 14, yeah, he played for the Phillies at the end of his career, registered a National League record 2,427th career single in a 5-2 home loss versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. August 5th, 1979, Willie Mays, number 24, Warren Giles, and Hack Wilson, number 4, were inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. August 5th, 1984, the Toronto designated hitter, Cliff Johnson, wearing number 44, hit an MLB record 19th career pinch hit home run in the Blue Jays' 4-3 victory over the Baltimore Orioles. 
August 5th, 1986, the San Francisco Giants left-handed pitcher Steve Carlton, number 32, became the second player to reach a 4,000 strikeout milestone when he gets a center fielder Eric Davis of the Cincinnati Reds uh, uh, go down on swinging an 11-5 loss versus those same Reds. Reds victors there. August 5th, 1999, St. Louis slugger Mark McGuire, number 25, became only the 16th MLB player ever to reach a 500 home run milestone plateau as the Cardinals lost the game 10-2 versus San Diego at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. August 5th, 2005, St. Louis Cardinals first baseman Albert Pujols, number five, becomes the first player to connect for 30 home runs in each of his first five Major League Baseball seasons. That's a pretty big number there. August 5th, 2006, Warren Moon, who wore number one, became the first black quarterback to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Also inducted in that same HOF class, where the 2006 was Troy Aikman, number eight, John Madden, a great coach and uh, broadcaster, Rayfield Wright, number 70, Harry Carson, who wore number 53, and number 92, Reggie White. August 5th, 2007, Atlanta left-handed pitcher Tom Glavin, number 47, became only the 23rd pitcher in MLB history to reach the 300-win milestone as the Atlanta Braves beat the Chicago Cubs 8-3. And there you have it. There's your sports history for the date of August 5th. There's your sports break. If you would like some more, go to sportshistorynetwork.com. JerseyDispatch.com or PigskinDispatch.com. We have the history for you, and it's waiting all there anytime you want. So, till tomorrow, everybody, have a great sports history day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout, and he's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com 
forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.